You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. Welcome to this week in Daily Star Trek News. Today, this week, um, <laughs> uh, today is Saturday, August 28th, 2021, and we're looking at the news that happened this week in Star Trek. So coming up on the show, uh, really sadly, I've got uh, two people who have passed away this week that I would like to to remember. Um some new news about two prodigy villains that have been announced. And of course, uh, Chakotay uh, coming off last week and uh, the Orville has wrapped season three. Um, and then we're going to talk about uh, Star Trek day and gearing up for, for that big event that's coming up. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Allison Pitt. Uh, this week's show is actually sponsored. It's sponsored by BetterHelp. And if you are inclined to try BetterHelp, you can get a, a discount, 10% off your first month of counseling. That's at betterhelp.com forward slash DSTN. And of course, I'll put the links in the show notes for that. Right. Uh, so before we start today's show, you will know that we have a different format. So normally I do a daily show and it's very short and I just uh, it's a scripted show that I cover all the news and we're not quite doing that. Uh, now we're going to look at this is uh, recorded as a live stream. Uh, if you're wondering why, <laughs> please see also uh, my announcement that was in the podcast and YouTube feed uh, last week. It's basically down to uh, the strain on me. It's, I'm having trouble doing a daily show. Uh, so we're going to try out this format as a weekly show. Um, I'm working off notes today, so uh, bear with me, please. Now, for those of you listening on the podcast, I think I, I mentioned we are recording this as a as a live stream on YouTube. So I hope eventually that you would join us there because there's a lot of people in the chat and it's a tremendous amount of fun. Um, but also, uh, if, if I talk about showing things on screen, I apologize. I'll try to do better. So um, for those of you who are used to this show as a as a daily format, uh, I do want to reemphasize the fact that we are still producing the news on a daily basis. We're just not doing it in the audio and visual format on a daily basis. Uh, so if you would like to stay up uh, on all of the Star Trek news that's happening there, you have a couple of options, one of which is to go to our website at dailystartreknews.com. That's uh, everything's there. We also produce a daily newsletter that you can sign up to that comes straight to your inbox and that you can sign up for that at dailystartreknews.com forward slash excuse me, forward slash contact. Now, if you do happen to subscribe to the daily newsletter, um, it would be really great if you could do me a favor and please interact with that newsletter. Either click through a link, um, forward it on to somebody else. Um, because it's a daily newsletter, it has like a high propensity to get flagged as spam. And it is not spam. <laughs> I'm trying to tell people about the Star Trek news. Um, but uh, you can also uh, add us to a safe senders list as well. Uh, all of those things will ensure that it keeps coming to you. And of course, if you have a, ever have any issues there, thereabouts, uh, uh, my door, virtually speaking, is always open. Uh, you can email me at info at dailystartreknews.com and I'll do my best to help you out. Uh, if you're listening or watching today as well, uh, I'll put links to everything uh, in the show notes so you can click through and, and read a little bit more. Um, and uh, yeah, let me know if you have any questions and let me know what you think about today's story. Um, story sorry, D uh, Star Trek is just such a vibrant and amazing place and um, there's, there's a lot to talk about. Anyway, let's get started. So... Um, First off, uh, I wanted to let you know about uh, a couple of people in the Star Trek community who have passed away uh, recently. Um, you know, these stories are never... 
to let you in on an insight um, into how we produce the show, um, we always try to prioritize when there is an obituary to be written because um, we feel very strongly that we need to pay honor to the people who have worked hard to bring Star Trek to us and make Star Trek what it is. Um, and sometimes they even seem, you know, third red shirt from the left. But what's fascinating is that I always find that it, it doesn't matter how many credits somebody has in Star Trek, there's always somebody that, that they meant a lot to. And, um, and so I always try to, you know, uh, bring those to you when I find out about them. Um, so the first person this week that I wanted to talk about was uh, Eddie Paskey. And I personally am not that familiar with his work uh, outside of Star Trek. I mean, um, he was uh, 81. He was very nearly 82. Um, his birthday was on August or would have been on August uh, 20th. Um, I first found out about this from uh, about his death. I'm sorry, from Dayton Ward. He's a Star Trek author. You probably are familiar with him. And he, he wrote a beautiful um, blog post about Eddie Paskey, uh, which I highly recommend that uh, that you uh, read. Um, he meant a lot to a lot of people on that show. And um, <laughs> it, fun fact, so he, he, he also stood in for William Shatner from time to time. Um, and it, he was actually a hand double for James Doohan, uh, which is kind of fascinating. Um, uh, as many of you probably know, James Doohan lost a finger um, in, in, when he was in the military. And um, wasn't wasn't like that forthcoming about it. So when they had to have uh, close-ups of Scotty's hands, um, occasionally Eddie Paskey would um, would stand in for him. So he had a huge impact in uh, the original series. Um, I'm just reading through here. Uh, outside of Star Trek, he appeared in Ben Casey, The Dick Van Dyke Show, The Lucy Show. Uh, Mission Impossible. Uh, so he had a pretty good resume too, and uh, he will definitely be missed as a member of the Star Trek community. Um, next, uh, a name that probably most of you will not have heard of. Um, so Bill Burke was a, a licensing executive uh, with the Star Trek franchise, um, which is, you know, a sort of behind the scenes role. He was, um, he passed away unexpectedly earlier this month. He was only 55. Um, and we heard about this uh, through John Van Sitters, who's the Star Trek vice president of franchise planning and uh, brand development. John Van Sitters is very active on Twitter. So if you hang out there, you might have seen uh, some of his posts, but um, he tweeted about Bill Burke. Uh, some of you are aware that those of us that have the privilege to work on Star Trek lost Bill Burke, who passed suddenly and unexpectedly this week. To say this has been crushing is a massive understatement. Most of you don't know Bill, but I promise if you bought a piece of Trek merch or attended a con, a cruise, or one of our SDCC exhibits in the past 14 years, you experience the dedication Bill brought every single day and night <laughs> and weekend. Um, yeah, um, and Mike McMahon replied to that saying, uh, I saw all of the above in Bill and he was so generous, thoughtful and kind to me, even though I was new and learning terrible and tragic news. Um, and uh, yeah, it is, you know, uh, it's, it's easy for those of us who are Star Trek fans to 
forget all of the people who work really hard behind the scenes to bring the show to us, people that you may never have heard of, um, you know, uh, people who work for Viacom CBS, even in support roles. Um, and they are all have a hand in um, keeping the franchise alive. So that's uh, pretty sad news. And uh, my condolences certainly to, to his family and friends. <sighs> okay. Boy, that's always um, not, <laughs> not easy to talk about. And um, yeah. My condolences to both of them. All right, so uh, we're going to move on now to something a little more um, happy and exciting. So we're, we're sort of looking forward to the future. And uh, I want to talk about Star Trek Prodigy. Now, uh, to my knowledge, at least when I last looked, we don't have a firm release date for Star Trek Prodigy, although it has been promised this fall. Star Trek Prodigy, of course, is the new Nickelodeon show. Um, it's animated. It's for kids, but I don't think young kids. It's um, sort of teenage-ish uh, age. And um, it's we've we already know that it's going to be starring Kate Mulgrew as as well as a host of um, brand new characters as well. Uh, let me just grab their names because I want to make sure that they get the credit they deserve. Uh, Brett Gray, Ella Purnell, Riley Lazarki, Angus Emery, Jason Manzukis, Dee Bradley Baker, uh, and of course Kate Mulgrew. And for those of you who are following what was going on at STLV, uh, uh, Chakotay will be joining the cast too. Well, I don't know about Chakotay. I don't think they specifically said Chakotay, technically. Uh, Robert Beltran mentioned that he would be joining the cast, um, and also um, Kevin and Dan Hageman on Twitter. <laughs> I don't I don't have the exact quote. I should find it. Uh, Kevin and Dan Hageman on Twitter said, hey, so I hear people are talking about Chakotay. That's, we support that. <laughs> uh, so I think there is a possibility that we might actually see Chakotay in Prodigy 2, which would be very, very cool. Um, but that's not, that's not the big news. The big news is that uh, they've announced uh, two voice actors who will be joining the cast as I don't want to say the villains because we don't know, but certainly two villains and at least one of them is a very big name. Uh, the other one I'm not as familiar with. So hopefully somebody will um, uh, uh, educate me at some point. But the two new people that they're adding to the cast, John Noble, um, <laughs> who uh, Star Trek.com talks about as being from Fringe, but he'll always be Denethor to me. Um, and uh, Jimmy Simpson from Westworld. And um, they describe them on Star Trek.com, two villains who are determined to track down the Proto Star, which is the name of that ship, at all costs. So let's check out the character descriptions. John Noble is going to be a character called the Diviner, and they describe him as a ruthless tyrant who controls the asteroid of Tars Lamora. The Diviner exploits wayward species and will stop at nothing in his hunt for the protostarship, no matter the cost. Though his goals are shrouded in mystery, his body is failing him, and he created, he, interesting, he created his progeny, Gwyn, to one day carry on his mission when she is ready for it. So that's um, potentially a little character development for Gwyn there, who's one of our probably uh, main, um, main two, I think. And then the Diviner, uh, that's John Noble. He's got a little, uh, he's got a little sidekick. <laughs> 
and they call him the uh, he's called uh, where is it Dreadnought, which by the way I find hilarious for two things. Number one, it sounds like Dreadnought. Number two, it reminds me of um, Grig Grignac <laughs> from from Galaxy Quest. Um, I don't know why that reminds me of that, but it does. Uh, so here's what they say: uh, Jimmy Simpson's character Dreadnought. Here's what they say about him. The Diviner's deadly robotic enforcer is heartless and cold. I was going to say that, of course he is, because he's a robot, but then, of course, um, hello, Data. Uh, his sole purpose is to, keep, is to keep the Diviner on task and ensure that the Protostar is found. Dreadnought is a friend to no one, including the Diviner's own daughter, Gwyn, and uses his menacing spider-like form to impose the Diviner's will. So there we go. Details on two villains. Um, I don't think we know much about um, the plot or how the plot is structured for Prodigy, um, but potentially that sort of implies maybe that we might be seeing a sort of a season long arc. I don't know. Or they, or maybe they're just um, people that are going to sort of pursue them across the, the, the season. I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure. So uh, very excited personally for Star Trek Prodigy, and I can't wait for that to come out later this year. Um, yes, it's possible that we're going to hear. It's possible. Give me a break. Of course, we're going to hear more about it on Star Trek Day. We'll come back to Star Trek Day at the end of the show. Um, yeah, Star Trek Day is coming, and we're definitely going to hear more about Prodigy. I would put money on that. Three Quatloos. Okay, so... Next up, uh, the Oroville. And uh, so this was actually some news that happened earlier this month, August 10th. Uh, but of course, I think we were off at that point and uh, it's just taken it a while to, to filter through to us. But I want to make sure everybody knew that the Orville has wrapped production on season three uh, <laughs> at long last. Um, so to give you some history on the Orville, uh, they were literally in the middle in the middle of shooting season three when uh, the pandemic hit and, and Hollywood production effectively ground to a halt. Um, if, if you take your mind back to March of last year, um, it, it, it broke my heart at the time because Discovery was actually really lucky. Star Trek Discovery was incredibly lucky. They had wrapped principal shooting on, on season three and I remember thinking of Discovery Season 3 and the Orville Season 3 kind of in parallel, right? They were both kind of happening at the same time. Discovery managed to finish. Uh, and, of course, they had the challenge of doing post-production during the pandemic. But um, the Orville was literally in the middle. And um, you just can't you can't finish it if you're not done shooting. And, you know, I, I love the Orville. <laughs> Full disclosure, I, I think the Orville takes the, the best of Star Trek The Next Generation, which was uh, my personal favorite series. I think they take the best of that series and transform it into something really, really great. And I was kind of heartbroken that uh, season three got so delayed. But um, they've been back at it and um, and they've now uh, wrapped. So on August 10th, Seth MacFarlane said, and that is a wrap on season three of the Orville. Thank you to our incredible cast and crew for all of their tireless and brilliant work. And I sincerely hope this is not the last time we all go to space. Hashtag uh, the Orville. Um, slightly worrying there because I'm, I'm worried about the subtext that maybe there's a question 
about season four. I hope not because I love that show. I think they're doing really great work. Um, so um, I just did want to point out and um, kudos to Chris Peterson, who wrote up uh, this news for us on, on the blog this week. Um, he's pointed out that um, Dark Horse Comics has actually got an Orville comic series and they're billed as seasons 1.5 and 2.5. So if you are interested in the Orville and you just can't wait, because, of course, uh, after wrap, we have a lot of post-production and we don't have any uh, updates so far on when that's actually going to come out. Um, go and check out the comics. Uh, you know, slight sidebar, I have been very uh, getting a lot into comics. Um, not as much Star Trek. It's not quite my style, but I have, you know, I have a slightly different style. And, um, you know, towards the end of, you know, the last few months, I've been really enjoying going to the comic shop. So we know, I, you know, I know them there now and um, they've got some really great uh, indie comics and things. It's not just Marvel um, and DC out there. It's not just um, Dark Horse who runs uh, the Orville. It's not just IDW who runs um, the Star Trek titles. Uh, there's a lot of really good uh, innovative stuff going on in the comics world. So I'd go check that out. All right. All right, so I just, um, uh, I am missing a piece of paper, sorry. No, I'm not, okay. Uh, so I just wanna take a break really quickly and I wanna talk about our sponsor. Um, now, for those of you who have been listening to the show for a while, you are probably already familiar with BetterHelp. Um, they've been sponsoring the show for a while and they're a good part of why we keep going. So um, if you're not familiar with their service, they're an online counseling service and they will match you up with uh, licensed professional therapists. Uh, it's it's available. I, I know it's all over the, the, the United States and I think it's uh, international as well. Um, and so I would uh, highly recommend going and checking them out if you have any questions or, you know, if you've been thinking about seeing a counselor, they're a good service to try out. Um, and there's a discount for daily Star Trek news listeners, which I'll come on to in a second. But I just wanted to kind of highlight their service and why, like, why it might be a good choice. So um, to give you a little bit of insight into me, I, you know, I've, I've gone to therapists off and on for my whole, not my whole, well, actually, <laughs> looking back at history, yeah, pretty much my whole life. And I don't, uh, I don't always get on very well with um, therapists personally, you know, I, I first of all, the, go, the going to somebody uh, can be really intimidating. I find it really intimidating in person. Um, I cry a lot, so I get embarrassed very easily. <laughs> um, and actually, the BetterHelp service kind of overcomes some of those barriers if you uh, have barriers to going to see someone in person, uh, because they kind of come to you on your own terms. So you can chat with somebody, you can just exclusively just chat in their app or online uh, or you can also if it works better for you do like video calls or phone calls it's really up to you and plus they um, when you sign up with their service they ask you questions about you and you know the, the type of help that you're after um, they have a wide range of experts on a number of different um, topics and they they match you with somebody that they think will work for you and then if if that's not working for you, you can. It's free to change um, counselors. Um, so, uh, especially if you are feeling like there's a barrier between like to getting to getting some kind of help or even just checking it out, um, 
BetterHelp is is a good option for you to try. So uh, I told you there was an offer and there is an offer. Um, first of all, I should say that BetterHelp is actually cheaper than in-person counseling. Um, it's it's a decent price, but just you might want to check in if you are already having and uh, like your your insurance covers your costs. You may want to check whether it's still compatible with BetterHelp. That's the only caveat. Um, but if you do decide to go with BetterHelp, you can get 10% off your first month of counseling. So and in order to get that deal, you'd go to betterhelp.com forward slash DSTN. Um, there's a little like little welcome page there. And then you can also there's testimonials and all sorts of other stuff. Um, at the very least, go and check it out if you're at all curious um, and get some more information. So once again, you can get 10% off. Um, it's a 10% off your first month and you go to betterhelp.com forward slash DSTN. And of course, I'll leave a link down below as well. All right. Thank you very much. Now, okay, so uh, final story today. Let's talk about Star Trek Day. And I've been loving what they're doing. Uh, they, they kind of half committing last year, but then also um, this year they've really leaned into First Contact Day in April and uh, Star Trek Day, which is happening on September 8th. And of course, it's commemorating um, the premiere date of Star Trek on television, September 8th, 1966. Um, and uh, this year, gosh, this year is the 55. It's the 55-year mission. Um, and so they've announced uh, details about Star Trek Day. Uh, I think it's hopefully reasonable to expect they're going to keep doing this from time to time. Uh, I don't actually know what day September 8th is. I will find out for you. Um, it's a Wednesday, I think. So uh, sometimes they're a little um, antisocial, the times. However, what's wonderful is that you can watch them back. And they've got a whole day of programming um, set up for you with a lot of great panels. Um, Rod Roddenberry from the Roddenberry Podcast Network, of course, will be there. He's doing a panel as well. Um, and uh, there's just a whole, just a ton. I, I can't even, I'm not going to run through exactly everything that's going to happen on that day uh, because there's way too much and you will be bored. However, I can recommend that you head to startrek.com forward slash day. Uh, it's got all of the details of what's happening on the day. The video's up there. Um, they've got a plan for all of the different panels. Now, what are we expecting? So, uh, in addition to just having entertainment and panels and talking about Star Trek and loving Star Trek. Uh, so First Contact Day uh, confirmed a lot of details about stuff that's happening this year. So the lower, I think they premiered, uh, they announced the Lower Decks premiere date uh, at First Contact Day. They also talked about Prodigy and Star Trek Discovery Season 4 and sort of firming up some details on production stuff that we didn't know already. And I'm expecting something similar for Star Trek Day uh, this, uh, not this coming week, but the next week. So to give you like a little uh, rundown on the, the the landscape of what's happening, there's stuff that we know is happening, right? So we've got Lower Decks, which is on now, and you absolutely need to watch it. Why haven't you if you haven't already? And for those of you overseas, you don't have to wait. You have, well, okay, you have to wait for a day. But I, it's not like last time where you had to wait like six months. Um, so Star Trek Lower Decks is going on now. We have been told that both Star Trek Prodigy and Star Trek Discovery Season 4 are going to premiere in 2021. We are running out of 2021. Uh, so I'm not entirely sure how that's going to go. If I had to guess, 
I would say that probably Prodigy is going to come on after Lower Decks and then Discovery. Um, Prodigy was originally going to be uh, terrestrial first on Nickelodeon. Um, and then after the launch of Paramount Plus, they've actually swapped that. So Prodigy is going to premiere on Paramount Plus and then go to Nickelodeon afterwards, which means that I mean, we don't know, but I find it it's probably likely that we're going to do one after the other, especially because of things that uh, the producers have said in the past about how they're programming the show. So probably don't quote me, probably it's going to be uh, finishing up Lower Decks, uh, Prodigy on Paramount Plus, um, followed by at the very, very end of the year, if not pushed back to early next year, Star Trek Discovery season four. And of course, we haven't heard anything about uh, Picard season two uh, or uh, Strange New Worlds. We know that Strange New Worlds has wrapped. Uh, so it's likely that we'll see that one first, maybe in the spring of next year. But we don't know anything about Picard season two. So there's a lot of questions happening um, at Star Trek Day. I would expect to hear more about uh, the production status of Strange New Worlds and uh, Picard. I would also expect to hear a, a release date for, if 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 not both Star Trek Discovery and Prodigy, at least Prodigy. It's hotly anticipated, and they've already started releasing... Um, teaser and promotional materials. So that's like coming. What usually happens with events like this is that they announce some big thing and then we get a flood of uh, trailers and they build in length up until the premiere. So I'm hoping that that's what's happening and we'll probably see Prodigy. I don't know. Uh, when is, uh, I can't remember when Lower Decks ends. We've got another seven weeks to go. So after that, we'll see. Uh, so yeah, um, just want to reiterate, Star Trek Day 2021, um, the official global live stream event um, is, is going to happen, I believe, across all of their uh, channels. So they've got a um, they've got a YouTube channel as well. Uh, I'm, I am fairly certain you will see it on social media. If you are on Twitter, I personally think that's the best place to follow Star Trek. Um, the Star Trek on Paramount Plus account is the one to follow. And of course, you can hit StarTrek.com forward slash day for all of the official Star Trek Day information. So, right. That is most of the news that is fit to print. It is not all of the news that's fit to print because, of course, there's way too much for me to cover uh, all at once. Uh, I don't know if uh, any of you listened to. Um, I was really fortunate to go on Clive Bull's uh, radio show in London and LBC uh, last weekend, and we talked about uh, we talked about daily Star Trek news. And you know, is there even enough news? And yeah, there's like way more than enough news. Uh, the best place to get all of the rest of the news is to go to dailystartreknews.com or, of course, sign up for our daily newsletter at dailystartreknews.com forward slash contact. And that comes straight to your inbox. Uh, you don't have to do anything except open it and read it and enjoy it. And it's wonderful. Uh, so that's the show for today. Uh, once again, the show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You can get 10% off your first month of counseling at betterhelp.com forward slash DSTN. Uh, I just want to say a big thank you to um, everyone who's shown us uh, support over the past week. It's been really wonderful to see all of your messages. I want to especially thank 
uh, our Patreon supporters. Um, you guys really kind of spur us on, me on personally, and it's wonderful to have you here as part of the family. Um, I also want to give a big thank you to uh, to our writers, Chris Peterson, Jack Brown, T. Rick Jones, David Powell, uh, and Marina Kravchuk, who organizes all of our uh, events. Uh, she's fantastic, um, and she's the one who is responsible for compiling all those events that you see in our events listing every week. Which brings me on to, um, you know, I'm not covering uh, history or events on this show, but we cover history and events on the web. So if you want sort of a weekly dose of Star Trek history, make sure to follow us there. Uh, and also um, it, there we do an events listing every week. So if you're looking for Star Trek events to go up uh, and check out, uh, please go and uh, check out the events listing at Star Trek, uh, dailystartreknews.com forward slash events. So uh, that's that's all I've got. Um, thank you so much for listening, for watching, for joining me today. I will be back next week with another uh, <laughs> episode of whatever it is that we're going to call this, the Daily Star Trek Weekly News Day Show. <laughs> uh, I'm Alison Pitts. Live long and prosper. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.rottenberry.com.